We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right. Welcome in. BMS and Beamer on WBEN. And uh, we're back together again. That's right. Uh, first time in a while. Let the uh, good times roll. Yeah. Uh, myself and Joe Beamer in the studio to uh, take you through. Joe... Yeah, last time I saw you was uh, during the Bills game. Mm. Still, you know, you come in here, I'm just like, well, <laughs> it's it's not easy to get over, man. It was a, that was a tough one. I mean, as you know, just sitting there, you were on your phone, ready to purchase tickets in 13 seconds. Yes. Not to break, not not to <laughs> reopen the scabs, but I'm saying like bad memories. It was th- that just adds to this this feeling mm-hmm. that you can't get out of the gut. Um, so are you, I know a lot of, uh, fans I hear, I, I know a lot of people are going one way or the other. Are you rooting for Cincinnati or Kansas city on Sunday? Uh, you know, I, I'd like to see Joe Burrow. I'd like to see, even though Kansas city went, I'd like to see Cincinnati. Yeah, I, I feel, I feel the Bengals are a lot like Buffalo. Their, their fan base has been through a lot. We've been through a lot when it comes to pain. I think a lot of, uh, fan, most fans would agree with you. I don't want to see that at all. I would hate to see Joe Burrow in the Super Bowl. Right, okay. Before Josh Allen, like, here's a, he's younger, a new quarter, and he gets there before us. Cincinnati gets there before the Bills. Good way to put it. That would make me sick to my stomach. <laughs> I would feel terrible. <laughs> so I am rooting for the Chiefs. It's like I always do. I always said, you know, when the Patriots would beat the Bills twice a year every single year and own us, I said, you know, go win the Super Bowl because at least I'm being owned by the best team and not – some other team. Well, I'd like to um I'd like to put it out. I'm not actively rooting for anybody, but I would like to see Cincinnati more than well, Kansas now City. that both your teams are out, you're not actively rooting for it. Joe, next year the Packers play at Buffalo. Who are you gonna be rooting for? We're we're taking the certificate to the tailgate and burning it on Facebook Live. Oh, I I like that idea. You like that? I like huh? that idea. That's the only way. Well this will this get, get you your to finally stop back. bringing it up. <laughs> By uh, the way, I, I do want to say this. Um I am one hundred percent on the don't blame the coin flip. Um I, I got really ticked off on Monday morning going on social oh, yeah. media and, and people blaming the coin flip. How about you had a lead with 13 seconds left. Yep. Let's not blame the coin flip, as yep. flawed as it may be. I'm, uh, I'm with you there. But uh, anyways, I'm moving on this morning, and a whole lot is going on. We, got, we have a decision for people to make uh, later in the show, but we do want to start with one of the, Joe, I mean, it's the topic of the day. It was the topic of yesterday. It was the thing that, you know, keeps us uh, coming back, and that is more mask Mm. drama in New York State and Western New York, right? 
Oh, the drama continues, Brian. Let me tell you, it uh, it filled four hours of talk yesterday afternoon, and uh, I, I, it's still at top of mind. And um, you had both the county executive and the governor uh, speaking yesterday, which um, gave some nice nice audio clips. But you know, there is confusion outside of Erie County, and let's say it, let's be honest, there's confusion in Erie County as well. I think I know why there's confusion, um, <laughs> and uh, we'll go to the audio here. Uh, Mark Polencars and Kathy Hochul, the county executive in Erie County and the governor of New York State, were both asked yesterday, separate news con they, they weren't together, separate news conferences, what the threshold, because both of them have a mask mandate in place over their jurisdiction, they were both asked what the threshold was for lifting the mask mandate. Let's start with Mark Polencars. It's going to depend on a number of factors, primarily what we're seeing in the hospitals. And the hospital numbers vary. There are some hospitals that have every bed, acute care bed full, and maybe they have 4 or 5% or 8% ICU beds that are, are open. Then there's some other uh, hospitals that may have 10 to 15% of their beds open and their ICUs are almost full. So we're going to keep looking at the hospital numbers as the so we'll start right there. Keep looking at the hospital. There's no, you know, actual number given out, but we're just generally speaking going to keep looking at the hospitals. Is the primary focus on where we are. It appears that Omicron is burning itself out. And as a result, that's good. Why is it burning itself out? Because it got so many people infected with the illness. Now, that's the part that I, you know, <laughs> your ears perk up a little bit. And you wonder why there is pushback, right, against the mask mandate. And I think you said it right there. You know, Omicron is burning itself out. And in saying this, it's you're almost making the admission that the mask mandate is not working in yeah. the way that it's intended to do in two ways. One, so many people got covid so many people, that's why Omicron's burning itself out because so many people got COVID while the mask mandate was in place. So the mask mandate is there to try and get fewer people to get COVID. We had a record number of people getting COVID. Yeah. And so that, you know, question number one, that, Joe, we've talked about for weeks, right? It's, it's, it's just, <laughs> Brian, it's, it's absurd. We see these spikes in the middle of a mandate and you're still telling us, hey, this is working. It's keeping people out of the hospital. But the other part of that is, you know, we're, Omicron's going to burn itself out, which by saying that, that means, well, it's going to infect more people and then it will infect away fewer people and then we'll be done with this wave and then we'll get rid of the masks. Which you're saying, so the masks didn't prevent everyone from getting COVID. And they're apparently not going to prevent the rest from getting COVID to burn itself out. So why? Right. The You know, that... <laughs> why the mask? That is the question that, you know, I, I spent a lot of time here yesterday, Joe, on, you know, why? Are we going to get that question answered? Why? Because to a just reasonable person outside and... We've said this, I forget if it was a show with you or a show by myself, Joe, uh, last week. To a reasonable person, you can say, absolutely, you can be a person who says, oh, masks work, 
but these mask mandates don't appear to be doing anything to right. help the general overall picture. Well, and that was my point yesterday. You know, a lot of people looked at the the judge's ruling in a, in a legal sense, right, Brian, that the legislature uh, should be should have a voice at a state level. And okay, that's that's great. Uh, but I look at it as how about we look at the science and how about we look at what have the masks stopped? And if you look at New York State's mask mandate and Erie County's mask mandate, the highest surge of COVID in two years was when the state and the county were under a mask mandate. So why are we wasting these resources on something that is clearly not, you know, everyone, everyone got mad at Williamsville because they were going to spend all this money, all these resources. Why are we spending resources fighting to keep this mandate in, 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 intact when it's not stopping anything? Well, they stopped some people from going to the gym or dumbbells for uh, me to use and uh, you There you go. So we know people are still going to catch it in the upcoming weeks. What we want. I thought we had a mask mandate. <laughs> Anyways. I see those hospitalization numbers drop to a point where we feel comfortable that if we lift the mask mandate, we're not going to see hundreds of more people go to the hospital because then they get sick with COVID. And, you know, still kind of ending on that part, right, where if we drop the mask mandate, suddenly everyone's going to get as if you haven't walked into a restaurant in the last month and a half, yeah. two months now. Right. Right. Because that's, again, just the the obvious part of it. You, I walk from the door to my table and I'm wearing my mask and then everybody takes them off and then. It's as if there is no mask mandate right. in all of these packed places or the stadium or any of these other. And then there's the core of it, Joe. Remember the question, when, you know, what is the threshold? When is it a time for lifting the mandate? The answer we got on a county level was, I mean, it was basically when I think it's time. Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 the answer. You know, and, and that's it. I mean, that's that's I mean, the answer that you got on a county level. You know, I will say this. At least back in 2020, um, we were given metrics, right? I mean, I, I'm not trying to say positive things about the former governor, but at least when he, as ridiculous as some of his mandates were, there were metrics. You knew when things were going to reopen. You knew when the... there This phase system that the county executive uh, put together in November... It's like Brian said, it's pretty much when I say so. No metrics. We don't know what he's looking for. I question if he knows what he's looking for. Um, it might just be he wakes up one morning and goes, eh, you know what? Maybe it's time to get rid of masks. I, but, you, you know, without <laughs> I'm sure and I'll give anyone the benefit of the doubt, Joe. I'm sure that's not what it is. But without saying what it is, that's what everyone's left to think. Exactly. Now, what about a state level? I'll be looking at our positivity looking at rates of vaccination in regions we can get those numbers up I'm again you, you know rates of vaccination in regions get those numbers up they're not really going to go up much higher right you know 80 plus percent in some you're if you told most people before the vaccine was available within a year 80 ish percent in some areas now you know overall it's 60 ish percent i mean that's never been done in history right I mean, that is amazing. Most people would say, wow. Right. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Anyway, so that's one of. I'm going to feel better. I'll tell you right now, I'll feel a lot better if more kids are vaccinated about that. <laughs> and now this gets to Joe, something else that I wanted to bring up. She said she would feel a lot better if kids. And again, you know, she went on to. It's the same answer. 
it's you know but well there's you know a bunch of things that go into this decision i'm not going to give you an actual answer to say what the it was like listening to sean mcdermott yesterday yes now i mean one of these is a football game one of these is everybody's day-to-day life uh sean mcdermott hey what happened in the uh, kickoff you know you were you had the lead with 13 seconds left you kicked out of the end zone you gave him the full 13 seconds was there any oh well you know execution uh there's something like that we're not really going to go into it it's kind of the answer you got from uh you know both parties here well, it's hospitals, it's it's vaccination, I'm not really going to go into it, uh, and, and we'll leave it to there. But the part that she said, I mean, it brings up this other talk, topic. We talked about it a little bit with Taria Parson and earlier, but Kathy Oko yesterday saying, and this is coming off of the weekend where she said that a mask to a kid in school, is it's like sneakers, which is, <laughs> you know, like, come on. But she would feel a lot better if more kids were vaccinated. And doesn't that just perfectly encapsulate everything that we've done to kids over the last two years? We've put more harm on children in exchange for less harm to adults. Yes. I mean, you know, to put it quite simply. And that's what it's about, right? I, you know, I'd feel better. Well, what about making the kids feel better? Right. When does that come into play? Yeah. I know, you know, what makes everybody who's over 50 years old feel better. All right, that's one thing. But I, we used to live in a society where we did prioritize kids. And that does seem to, I don't know, it seems to be lost. We Learning loss. We have, uh, you look at schools, is behavioral problems between Monday and Tuesday at McKinley High School here in Buffalo, there's been four fights, one resulting in a teacher being injured. Uh, we've known since the start of COVID, most children are not in grave danger of having a severe outcome from this disease. They do not pose a big danger to others, especially now that others have the ability to be vaccinated. Right. You can get multiple vaccines if you want That's to. Right. And we keep hearing, well, kids are resilient. I want to read you something, Joe. This is from Mary Catherine Ham. She wrote this in The Atlantic. Uh, Kids are resilient has been a refrain of the pandemic used to justify the removal of regular school, of birthday parties, of talking to friends at lunch. But it's not a kid's job to be resilient. It's a parent's job to be resilient for them, to spare them from our fears and worries. Mm -hmm. The longer we abdicate, the more damage we do. And it brings you to the point. I mean, resilient, that's what I told Taria Parson, used to mean when we were talking about kids being resilient, you know, it, it's, it was not about, well, you know, we're going to have them not learn for a year and they're resilient. They'll make it up. No, it used to be, well, you don't need to protect kids from every little thing that might pose them harm. Now, apparently, it means the exact opposite. But that idea and that statement of, well, I would feel a lot better, when can we turn this a little bit to what makes the kids feel a lot better? And, Joe, you want to, you know, oh, it's just a mask. It's you know, my, my daughter had a hard time putting on her sneakers. They'll adapt. They're resilient. You know, the CDC is recommending for young learners – a mask that, well, you know, the WHO doesn't recommend it at all, but for young children, students learning to read 
anyone learning a new language, which anyone who's involved in schools in Buffalo can tell you that there's a lot of people. Yes. For anyone with disabilities, for anyone who needs to see the shape of a mouth making words, the CDC is recommending, um, uh, if you're wearing a mask, to make it a clear mask or a cloth mask with a clear plastic panel. Why? Because it's acknowledging that a mask can impede a children's ability to pick this up, to read, to have speech development. It is imposing a little bit of harm. And we are just complete again, ignoring, ignoring, ignoring that as if it's not a problem. And if you told me, Joe, today, tomorrow, yesterday, hey, we have a, a mask mandate and it's in effect because we want to stop the spread and we need everyone here to wear a mask because we're not going to force kids who are learning to have this burden any longer. That would be more acceptable than any of the answers that we heard yesterday. Yeah, and you know, Brian, you kind of forget that we have, you know, that our kids in school are wearing masks all day, you know, seven hours a day. And I think it's quite rich that the people enforcing these uh, mask mandates get to go to their office and take their mask off. I guarantee you the governor, the county executive, is not wearing a mask for seven hours a day. And, you know, um, talking to a few students yesterday um, on the afternoon show and just what they've gone through over the last two years, some with very minimal, quote, mask breaks, um, I think we have to put ourselves in in their shoes. And again, as Brian said, they're learning. Um, And they have those masks on all day as we get to, depending on where you work, um, get most of your day with the mask off. It's not what I wanted to talk about today, but no. you know, it's 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 just brought up again. It, it it's frustrating. It is frustrating because all you're asking for is kind of a, a clear answer, and I think most people are and have been obviously understanding to the fact that as conditions change, answers might change. I mean, even if you totally disagree with the policy, yeah. you can agree that that would be the case in some times. But we didn't have answers when it was ma- mandated. But without any sort of answer. Right. I mean, you hit on it right there. I mean, you had, <laughs> you're not giving anything. And then you're all you're doing is helping fuel the speculation that you're just – Boom. You know, you're in this for forever. That yeah. It's on a whim. That there's no science involved. It's just when I feel like it. Because when the question's posed, that is basically what it is. And, you know, by the way, you could look at some of these charts. You could look overseas in the UK. You could, And by the way, it's not like on the school topic of wearing masks. It's not like you have no, you know, idea what would happen. What would happen if we took all the masks off? Well, you can look at all of Europe. You can look at uh, down in Florida, many other say, states. Look down south. And, and you know what has happened? I, kids have gone to school and yeah. they've learned. And, yeah. and you know, the the world, those uh, places have not exploded, as far as I know. Um, but to not give those answers is is a tough pill to swallow. For people who, as I said yesterday, Joe, I think more and more are starting to question, what exactly are we doing here? I've been vaccinated. I have had COVID. I am ready to move on with life. Yeah, and it's people, Brian. It's not just the same people that have been, you know, um, 
asking for those que- those questions for two years. You're starting to see people who are, all right, let's wear the mask. Okay, let's get the booster, all that. They're starting to now say, well, wait a minute. Does this make sense after I've done all these things, after I've followed, after, as you said, the county executive admitted more people are going to get COVID. Um, so where where does it end? Where does it end? When do we get some clarity? And uh, we're back in that, you know, hey, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I'll let you know. Um, did you know Arthur's birthday is May 25th? Arthur, Arthur the Aardvark? No, I did not. Just, you know, learned it in a book yesterday that I read, Joe, called Arthur's Birthday. Very nice. Just, you know, a friendly fact. All those years of watching Arthur and I had no idea. A friendly fact just to put a smile on your face as you're listening to us. When we come back, I do want you to spend New York's money. That's right. 8030930 is where you'll be able to do that when we come back. Beam as and Beamer on. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. WBEN. Welcome back, BMAS and Beamer here on News Radio 930 WBEN. We want you to uh, spend the state's money, but first, Brian, I forgot to, I was going to bring this up at the beginning when we were just throwing stuff around. You know, there's times where I just space out, right? I mean, we all do it. We space out. <laughs> we don't know. You know, we, we forget. What, we don't pay attention to what the other person's saying. But if you got a chance to go to Wheel of Fortune, would you space out? Last night, there was a guy who guessed the same letter the person next to him guessed, which was not on the board. And I thought, I space out, but I wouldn't space out if I had been trying to get to Wheel of Fortune and was finally there. I, people do that a lot, though. I watch the show America Says... It's basically like a dumbed-down version of Family Feud. Oh. Like, it gives you the starting letters of each word. I like that. And you have, like, a shot clock, and you have to, like, you know, figure it out, figure it out. People all the time guess, uh, like, they'll guess how to turn, cost themselves time, or, like, guess the same word that has already been uh, guessed and, you know, shows no. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. Like, I'm paying attention here on the couch, but I can see you spacing out. But a few distractions. I space out all the time. I just I would think if I worked my way to get to Wheel of Fortune, like I am paying attention to everything. Did it everything. happen early in the show? It was right in the middle. It was right in the middle. 
I could see that though. You know, you're excited to get to Wheel of Fortune. Like, you know, which you, you know, P, uh, you know, no P. Oh, and then you know, the guy gets excited. Like, wow, I get to spin the wheel. This is fun. I've always wanted to spin the wheel. Room, <laughs> you know, watching it by. Whoa, you know, seven hundred. That's great. God, I don't. Uh, Oh, get letter a P. <laughs> like, no, I can see that happening. Yeah, I just and the one word did look like it was price. It turned out not to be price. So I mean, I could see why the person thought thought to go with letter C. Uh, but the person, the, literally the person before him, had guessed the same letter. That was the letter that sent it to him. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. <laughs> uh, but as mentioned, we do want you to spend New York State's money because Joe, there are a few big. Buffalo-related projects. Now, I mean, the disclaimer, right? We know full well this is not how it works. No, this is not. This is not. It's not just the uh, the state has a, a, a sum of money sitting there ready to write a check, and there's only this money for the Buffalo region, and there are you know f- a few things on the docket. No, no, no. But it's a thought experiment that I want people to weigh in on. Eight zero three zero nine thirty on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, or give us a call. Say you have half a billion dollars in the state, and you can spend it on one of these projects that we keep talking about over and over and over again in the city of Buffalo. Joe, you can cover the 33, put a lid on a part of the Kensington, which Kensington, you know how I know you're uh, not really from Buffalo and don't really know what's going on You call it the Kensington? You call it the Kensington. (laughs) Um, uh, You put a lid on the 33, you can build part of a new bill stadium, or you can fix the Great Northern Grain Elevator. You have to pick one of those. You can't spread the money out. You can't spread the money out, but you have to pick one of those. Where do you want that half a billion dollars to go? Now, obviously, the Great Northern Grain, that's a private thing. It's owned by a private company. That's not going to be the state who comes in, but it's. I, I saw like seven, people out there saying that they want to save the Great Northern Grain Elevator. It is something that the uh, community is talking about. Suspend disbelief. The 33, this project's been talked about for, I, you know, as long as the stadium's been talked about, kind of. Oh, yeah. Um, And, you know, fixing what was wrong in the past. And then, of course, the Bills Stadium. um, I don't know if we need to rehash that. But you have $500 million. What of those three are you going to spend money on? For me? Yeah. The stadium. Yeah, I think I have a clear number one too. Yeah, because I feel I feel you know a half a billion. That's around what the state's probably at the end going to put into this new stadium. The other mo- the rest of the money will come from PSE. Um, and, and and again, it's not to say that the covering the thirty three is not important. You know how I feel about the the uh, grain elevator. Um, but I, I I think number one would be the stadium. Yeah, uh, somebody chimed in already. How about none of the above? That's not how this works. That's right. Person, um, you have to Multiple pick choice. one. We didn't give you a fourth choice. That is the idea of these three things. What in your mind would be the most important? What would have the biggest impact on Buffalo and on Western New York? I do think it's the same. Rank them, Joe. Uh, rank them if you had to, uh, you know, one, two. Stadium you, you, one, 33-2, yeah. elevator three. Um. So that was your ranking. Okay. I... I think I might have the same ranking. I think a stadium for myself is the clear number one. If not that, I hmm. It's a toss-up. It's a close. It's a close one between uh, that. 
I think I would go just like you, 33 yep. and then the grain elevator. Someone, all right, hey, someone's saying, uh, what about the Skyway? You want to put a fourth in? Sure. We'll put a fourth. Tear down the Skyway. A half a billion to tear down the Skyway. You have the money. Tear down the Skyway. What do you spend that money on? You can only choose one, right? You can only choose one. I Now, the stadium is, maybe this is just especially because it's fresh off of uh, being so invested in the bills, which, by the way, 86% of TVs were focused in on. Uh, if you think the bills, you know, don't matter. There were, what, five times as many people at 2.30 in the morning in one-degree weather welcoming in the losing bills team. That's right. At the airport than there were at the rally to save the Great Northern Grain Elevator at 6 p.m. on a Friday. Um, so I, you know, I think that shows what that means to the community. That's why that stadium project would be, all right, you have to spend this money on one. That would be the one that I choose on, you know, the other two though, I, I do think it was a little, um, it, it's a, it's a mix for me, Joe. And I think it's a close one if I were to rank them because I, I, I the, Nor the great Northern grain elevator, if you really are going to make something of it right then you know we've talked about this many times before sure like then you know okay cool i want to see the plans that, that right? could be cool yeah um if you're gonna save it and make something of it that could be cool the covering of the 33 is one of those things where i don't hate the idea and i think it could look really nice in the neighborhood i just don't know what you're really accomplishing at the end of the day. Right. Now, I understand, and I can fully buy into that being a mistake of the past, dividing a neighborhood, um, you know, kind of uh, ruining the plan, the, you know, master plan and how it looked and what was in Buffalo before. But we can't change the past, even though we would try to. You know, this would be the idea here. here is you're changing the past, and this is going to transform the community. It's not a huge part of the 33 that we would be putting a lid on, so to speak. Right. And I just don't think, and maybe this is just me not foreseeing it. I, while I think it would look beautiful, it would uh, certainly look much better. It would you know, be a cool novel, not so novel, but it would be a cool thing. I don't see it having the desired impact. I, I don't yes. think once you um, say, all right, there's not a highway dividing these two parts of Buffalo, I don't think that magically everything gets better. No, Be I, I I agree. It takes a lot more investment than just covering an expressway right. to get that to happen. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that as well. Uh, again, I mean, it, it looks like we're closer than ever to seeing it in reality, but Brian, I agree with you. I, I think it takes a lot more than just throwing a lid on the 33. And I would like to say this, because as you said, the 33 has been talked about probably longer than the stadium. Um, you know, three years ago, one of the first hardline uh, shows that I hosted, we talked with um, Congressman Brian Higgins. And at the time, the plan for the 33 was to get rid of it altogether. So covering the 33 is number two on my list. If the plans for that somehow change because of the environmental impact study, then that will that will go down on my list because removing, um, rerouting in any way, I, I don't think is the option. 
Like somebody texted eight oh three oh nine thirty. If you want to weigh in this morning, give us a call. Uh, what would you spend the money on? Somebody texting in, you know, forget putting a lid on the 33. Take the money, put a lid on the stadium. <laughs> I mean, if that's what you wanted to, I mean, that is a creative way to answer the question. Um, I'm, you know, uh, the, you could do that, right? Um, but the 33 is, listen, I, it's not that I hate the plan. I think it's a very cool idea. I just think that the impact is a little overstated when they yeah. talk about it. No, I, I, I agree. Uh, and that's not to take away from, you know, um, the members, what the political members are trying to do, uh, trying to accomplish, but I don't think it's the quick fix that they're selling. I, and I do a lot of pushback on the 33. I, how about this? What would have a greater impact, do you think, on Buffalo? Fixing the grain elevator and turning it into something that is used, what, even if that's just for housing grain, Okay. <laughs> or back to covering the thirty-three. I would say out of those two, yeah, what would have a better, a bigger impact? You mean there would be a plan for the grain elevator? Yeah, and it, it would the be grain elevator would be in some sort of use. I don't know what the use would be. It it could be an apartment. It could be and it wouldn't just a grain be, elevator. It wouldn't just be repairing it. There, this there, it would be used. People would be in there daily. It would be used for I don't know what reason. But it would be used. Maybe it's to house cows. I don't know. Oof. In the the immediate quick fix, if if it's just putting a, a cover on the thirty three or the grain elevator, I would go grain elevator. I'm kind of with you on that. Yeah. I, I mean, I I do think that that has the potential to have more of an impact. Like I said, I think the thirty three would look cooler. Um, this person wants a a Fremont Street in Vegas type atmosphere in Orchard Park. They want to throw a dome over all of Orchard Park for tailgating. <laughs> Over all of the Fremont Street lid. Um, I <laughs> I like that. I, the, a lot of pushback on the 33, and uh, even people saying, listen, I'm not a football fan, but the stadium would be the number one. I think that's far and away our number one. That's where the state gets its money back. Maybe not directly, mm-hmm. but for businesses. Uh, Ryan, we, we've talked about the money that's brought in for the bills every year, and that was when there were only um, – eight home games, and now every now and then you'll get nine. Um, I think uh, I think the stadium has, out of the four options that you've thrown out there, the stadium has the best immediate impact um, for the economy for Western New York. And again, let's go back to that happiness meter. Uh, that also plays in because the bills will stay here. Uh, so I think out of those four, when it comes to direct immediate impact without anything else, right, stadium and done, I think is you're getting the be- the better impact for the money on the stadium. And, and you mentioned that part. The Bills would stay here. There are eight Bills games at that stadium before the lease is up. Yes. And there's no extension of the lease without an agreement on a new stadium. And so that, it was supposed to be by December 31st. I mean, that is a, you know, um, that is a concern, you know, in the back of the mind, even though it's not one that's uh, vocalized a lot. Uh, this is going outside of what, you know, we're hoping for. I, we want people to choose one, but somebody uh, texting in 803-0930, covering the 33 is a waste of money when you have so many other crumbling streets and bridges um, to be able to fix instead of doing that. And, I mean, that is not a point loss somebody saying uh, fix the 290 by the blue water tower uh yep. that would be something that w- might create a bigger impact Talk about immediate impact yeah um take that money keep it in the state's bank 
and remove the toll on the Grand Island Bridge and if you're just going to uh, Williamsville or Hamburg. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that an option? Or remove all tolling in, throughout western New York. Remember the tolling that we were told was going to be removed after the thruway was originally paid for? That's still there, and now you drive through it and get a $800 bill in the mail? Uh, how about we – How about we? yeah. Hey, state, keep this money. Get rid of any – so no one in western New York has to go through a toll on their day-to-day commute. Somebody on the 33 saying, and this is an interesting point because you do have to think about this in the idea of the whole project is having that historical perspective. Yes. But at the same time, it is 2022. And somebody chimed in on our text board. The 33 is not the Berlin Wall. You can still travel. So the narrative of this is that it split the community. And. In a way, I mean, it literally did. Yes. Uh, And you can look back and say that was maybe not the smartest thing to do. And putting the 190 on the waterfront was not the smartest thing to do. Putting UB and Amherst instead of downtown, not the smartest thing to do. Uh, But looking at it from 22, it's not as if it created the Berlin Wall in between. I mean, you can still go from one place to the other. Yes. You can still travel over those bridges, uh, which there aren't plenty. You can still get from one side to the other in 2022. So, again, I think it's more of an aesthetic thing than it is something that will have a tangible impact in, I, I don't even want to say immediate, near term, um, our livelihood. Right. Yeah. Uh, future. No, I, I, I agree. And that texture put it perfectly. As you said, you can, there are many bridges, believe me, um, I, I've, I've been over them. There are many bridges, um, you know, you can walk over, drive over. Uh, it didn't have that. It, it did separate the, 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 the neighborhood. Yes, 100%. Um, but I don't know what more you're going to do by covering the 33 that you can't do now. Does that, you get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. I yeah I'm uh, I'm kind of on the same page with you. I like uh, a lot of people saying, all right, it's not in your criteria, but what about a new peace bridge um, outside of the stadium? One texter says that's the best thing you could do with it. Somebody else is you know questioning all the infrastructure work that's been put in. Um, how is letting cars back on Main Street worked? Asked somebody on our text board, and I'm assuming that's like sarcastic. I think that's one of the best investments that's been made in public infrastructure in a very long time. I think it is great having cars on Main Street. I think since you've put that Cars on Main Street project back in Buffalo, you've seen a ton of activity on Main Street that was not there before. Is that, uh, you know, one for one? Is that a direct result of putting cars back? I can't say for sure, but it certainly happened around the same time, and it's much more lively. It makes downtown a much more vibrant place. I thought that was an excellent and continues to be because it's not fully done yet. A really good investment for the area. Right. And I think that's something that, like you said, Brian, it's not been done yet. And I think people need to realize that. I think talking about um, bad decisions in the past, why did the train ever come above above ground? Why wasn't it underground the entire time? Questions that I've always asked. Um, But yeah, I actually... Um, I did laugh at the cars on Main Street thing at first when it was brought up. But you're right, Brian. You're seeing businesses open up on Main Street. You're seeing people on Main Street. I can't laugh at what's what's become of um, reopening Main Street in downtown. Again, uh, my question is for anyone that was here when they put the train there, why it was ever above ground downtown and not just underground the entire time. I'm. Uh, that's why that's... 
I, I do think, too, aesthetically, it could be better than fixing up the grain elevator, right? I, I do like the, you know, Joe, I like old things. So I do love, you know, the look of having this giant old grain elevator yes. uh, down, in, and we have quite a few. Uh, but as far as the looks go, patching that up and uh, fixing it up, I, I think it would probably look better. Uh, just to cover the 33, make that into whatever you'd want to make it into, right. a, a new parkway or something like that. I, I do think that is tough, though, when you're not talking about the entire length of the 33. Yeah. You're really only talking about a couple of blocks, uh, if that. From that, Ferry to Best Street. Yeah, that this would really happen over, which I can't imagine how – I mean – the traffic guy would assume is not going to move on top of the 33 and then just go right back where it is now. You're not going to make a big swerve out there. I'd imagine there'd be some trees. I don't know. <laughs> but it's can you the, put, the can, impact is, I don't know. Can you put trees on top? If uh, yeah. Like uh, the skywalk uh, stuff that they do in some cities. They have trees and plants and foliage. It looks pretty nice. Okay. Uh, but, you know, it's not up at the top of my priority list if we're talking about all these projects. Right. And it might come back up in the stadium discussion. Look, oh, you know, we don't have money to spend on a stadium. Well, if you look at the impact of all the different projects and the big money ideas that we have in Western New York, maybe it's not a terrible idea. You can disagree with it, but still say investing money into – a football stadium that's going to be used maybe only eight times a year might be a better decision and a better idea than you know putting a lid on a block of the 33. Right. Or even saving an old grain elevator. I would say so. That On my list, it is number one, and everything else is in the distance uh, on my list. Yeah. Well, you're, like I said, you're a fanatic. Yeah. So that plays into it. A lot of people aren't. But still, I, I think a lot of people's eyes might, uh, especially over the last couple of weeks, you see red, white, and blue all around town. Your eyes might be opened a little bit more to the impact I am. that the team has, you know, more so than just the, the dollars and cents or a Berkeley study from a decade ago that gets brought up all the time. I am a fanatic, but even if you're not a Bills fan, if the Bills were not here, and this is no offense to our friends down you the would 90, still have the Packers. Oh, geez. If the Bills were not here... What's the difference between Buffalo and Rochester? Oh, yeah. Absolutely not. Nothing. Um, there really isn't, size-wise and everything. Well, thanks for hanging out. We'll be both back here tomorrow. Can't wait. Be Maz and Beamer on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.